This is a lovely, gripping, heartwarming tale about the ball scene of, uh, you know, queer balls and like gay culture. And he doesn't mean testicles, by the way. Yeah, he no, means like, like dances, ball, like a ball, and uh, like the community of like families and taking care of each other and how AIDS ravaged the gay community in the nineties. It's and very 80s. touching stuff. Well, the first one's in the eighties, right? Yeah, it's like late eighties. <laughs> yeah, I didn't love it either. Kate made me watch it, and I was <laughs> like, uh, "Fucking yeah. lame." I mean, I like Ryan Murphy stuff, but it's his gayest to date. That's his real gay one. Yeah. And all the stuff's been pretty gay. He made Glee. <laughs> Did he really make Glee? That was his too? Mm-hmm. No idea. That was his abortion. Didn't he do that show too that came out on Netflix? It was like about oh, old uh, Hollywood. Nurse Ratched. Oh, yes. It was like about Hollywood. old Hollywood oh, yeah, or something yeah. like that? It was just called Hollywood. Hollywood. That's yeah. what it was called? Yeah. Uh, okay. Hmm. That was a really good show, too. Did you watch that? Yeah, that one I, I didn't see. I know you said it was really, really good. It was yeah. called Swallowwood. And then it was... <laughs> well, it was very gay also. But it was based off of the life Works of this dude, so many levels. Um, mm-hmm. Scotty, who like ran this gas station where they would have like gay prostitutes working in the mm-hmm. gas station. Right. And like all of old Hollywood would use it. And it was like lesbians and gay dudes. <laughs> Weren't they just talking about that on Caped Commentary? Yeah, it was, it was that dude, Scotty. That's oh, that's who, who they were talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no Beam shit. Up, Scotty? Uh, eh, different kind. More like cream me up, Scotty. Anyway, we got movies to talk about. Roll the music. Where is Stick It? All right, folks, welcome back to another episode of the Where to Stick It podcast. I am one of your hosts, Pete, and with me, as always, are my co-hosts. Jax. Prospective. Lobo. All right, folks, so today we are jumping in. This is movie number 11 or 10? We're 69? About, we're about Ooh, halfway through fuck. season two right now. <laughs> yeah. um, so we are doing the 2006 Clive Owen movie, Children of Men. Take it away, Lobo. Yes, this movie had two releases. Uh, the Oscar what? release was December 25th, 2006. To get it in for Oscar yes. season. Yeah. And then it officially came out January 5th, 2007. Well, they were wasting their time with that first one. No, they got pretty good Oscar noms for releasing it a year early. And uh, What were the noms? Uh, let me get back to you on that. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Directed by Alfonso Cuaron, starring Clive Owen, Julianne Moore, Michael Caine, Chiwetel Ejiofor, and Charlie Hunnam. You want to take that name again? Chiwetel Ejiofor. That's how you say it. Uh, I don't know. About exactly. Can we just point out that this is the second time Julianne Moore has made an appearance oh, on yeah. this show? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Second mm-hmm. Lobo movie. <laughs> <laughs> With a budget of $76 million. <laughs> Open domestically to $501,000. Thousand? Mm. Uh, yeah, thousand. Why, why did you wow. just make eye contact Wait a minute. So that, when you said that? Cost wait, wait, wait. $76 million 76 to make? $76 million. Domestically, it opens to $501,000. So that's opening For the weekend. first release or the second one? I think one? for the first release. Because it was ah, also, okay. if it's coming out December 25th, it was competing with movies like The First Night at the Museum. Mm. Okay, wow. Dream Girls. Wow. Mm. Pursuit of Happiness. Mm. Oh, my God. Rocky Balboa. Oh, God. Holy shit. <laughs> Apocalypto. Yeah. What the fuck was I'm going the, on this weekend? Did they have Blood free di- theaters? Blood Diamond. <laughs> yeah, where was I? What at? the fuck? <laughs> Blood Diamond? Yep. This Jesus. movie got fucking buried. Yeah. Yo, seriously. It got, yeah. It Half a million buried. opening well, I feel like it kind of got shoehorned in to try to get the Oscar. Yeah, yeah, Obviously, yeah. yeah. This yeah. movie was about ex- as exciting as a shoehorn. <laughs> <laughs> so domestically, it totaled... 35.5 mil wow. and worldwide it only made 70.5 so mil so, they, so according to the dollars flopzilla yep. they, yeah they did not make their money back no that's a lot of money for this movie fuck yeah i well, think it's all setting up the whole futuristic thing yeah. like it's all set oh, work yeah. and that shit like but just that. how much it costs like the extras a ridiculous I mean, amount of extras also, in this movie that they hired. Of, a lot of special effects. All of the bullets, of all of the blowing effects, yeah. shit up. And the fucking wig on Jax. Yo, yeah. Yeah. yo, Charlie Hunnam's wig was wild. Who was Charlie Hunnam in With this? the fucking white dreads. He was yeah, white, white dreads, dreads guy. He was, he was white dreads? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's him, son. Shut the fuck We'd just oh, like yes. to point out, folks, if you haven't watched the movie, we have to differentiate because there's two sets of white dreads in this movie. Male white dreads. <laughs> Male white dreads. No, no. He was the woman. <laughs> Wait, somebody else had dreads in this? The, the, the doctor woman who was traveling with the pregnant girl. Oh, was that yeah. Madame Trunchbull? 
Oh, it might have been. I think it was. Oh, I think you're right. She so, plumped up a little bit, but I think it was. So it did get nominated for three Oscars. Okay. okay. Uh, one was Best Writing and Adapted Screenplay, because this was a novel before it was a film. Right. Mm-hmm. Makes uh, sense. That tracks. Best Achievement in Cinematography. It got nominated. I can see that. Makes Definitely sense. And Best Achievement in Film Editing. Okay, I really don't know a lot about mm. film editing, so I'm not all those really one speak shots to it. were not really one shots. Oh, That's of why, of course, yeah. it's yeah, edited yeah, yeah, to yeah. make it look seamless. Okay, well then, yes, it, but it didn't look. Seamless. It didn't look totally seamless. It was good. I oh, mean, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like each scene was kind of like uh, seemed like a continuous shot. Mm. So. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, the cinematography in this was really what like wild put me over the top with right. this movie for well, sure what was that the gray filter that they shot everything in <laughs> hey, the, I no mean, the that's gray just filter. London the fucking blue <laughs> yeah. they we've, just, we've established this you've been there the blue depressing haze that hangs over there yes yes you've been to what London <laughs> yeah because oh, London wasn't depressing enough <laughs> let's, no, uh, let's set yeah. it in the future and make everyone <clears throat> sterile <laughs> do you have any other facts we want to hit now or um, in terms of that the director in Alfonso case you don't Coran. know Alfonso Cuaron he's the same director of Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban the worst one. The, the best, best one. Out of your mind. <laughs> Gravity, I Roma, that. and E2 Mama That was a big one. It's a big and your mother movie. also. Yeah. And your mother yeah. also. That's what that All right. Means. It was yeah. a big movie when it came out. Yeah. <laughs> and your film. mom too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like Lobo's been doing tonight what I usually do, and when I can't pronounce something, I just, just say it really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> I, but the problem but because is, he's not established that way, we just believe it. Well, the problem <laughs> is I do that when I write also. <laughs> if I don't so, know a word, I write scruples. it really quickly. <laughs> and I'm like, no one will know. I know what it says. Anything else you want to jump in? That's it. All right. So just to give a quick uh, story outline, Mm -hmm. this is a dystopian future. It takes place in the year 2027. And ain't nobody having kids. Yep. Ain't nobody has conceived in over 18 years. They're fucking. They're just not. Right. I mean, wouldn't you be? A pandemic pandemic came and made all the women. It was a flu. No, 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 no. That's not what it is. No, 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 no. The flu is what killed Clive Owen's son and younger generation. Yes, exactly. But they don't know. They don't know what makes everybody. Michael Caine says it like that. There's like he goes over the theories that it was like genetic testing. That it was like pollution. So no one knows what actually caused. But anyway, um, women cannot conceive. Our main character is Clive Owen, who's some sort of bureaucrat. Yes. And his ex-wife ropes him into his ex-wife who is a terrorist ropes him into this thing freedom fighter activist okay i'm with it (laughs) yeah um i'm just going by the beats of the movie but um she ropes him into this plan to transport this girl across england to her group's camp to keep her safe the human project the human no she, they're not the human project. <laughs> I forget the fishers, but the fishers to yeah. get to the human project. Right. They tell her that they're going to get her to the human project, which is this thing that no one knows if it's real. And it's kind of like a free state where all of the craziness of the world, because the world has descended into utter chaos. Other than and the Britain. only thing other left than Britain. is Britain. Right. Yeah. Because they're we'll the get there. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. Um, but anyway, so Clive Owen has to bring this girl cross country. We find out this girl is pregnant and so she is a hot commodity between the terrorist gangs the government and pretty much anyone they run across everyone wants to get their hands on this girl and, and it's up to hot. clive owen she's very cute <laughs> um key key who's that <laughs> yeah so that's the basic outline of the movie uh who wants to start it out because the opening scene's pretty wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're introduced to the idea Oh, he's of, in the coffee shop. Yes, we're introduced yeah. to the idea of this world without children, and the youngest person in the world has died. Like, and baby like Diego. 18. He was like 18. 18. Yeah. 18 Here's the thing. I don't think I ever watched the beginning of movies, because I've seen, You've this, seen this film this before. before. You've said that. Yeah. And let me tell you, I, have, I didn't <clears throat> see until he was getting key... <laughs> through the fucking battlefield i had seen this movie mm-hmm. what, the, the, the last 20 minutes of but it? i yeah. only yeah. saw the last 20 minutes of this movie huh. i was like oh yeah i see this piece of shit whatever blah blah blah, blah, blah. i had no idea all of the pre- preamble to mm-hmm. this yeah. i had barely seen michael kane at all right, i was right, like right, right. oh this is all fresh to me cool 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 that's good um but yeah, Baby Diego was a fucking so this real the story is shit. breaking <laughs> on a TV in a coffee shop where our hero is getting his morning coffee. Homie walks out of the coffee shop, walks about three stores down, and the store explodes. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. and a woman comes walking out carrying her, her own arm. severed arm. 
things. <laughs> Let's just begin with the. This was not a feel good movie. I, I didn't know not that was the all. future. I thought this was present day. It oh, says yeah, it no, right no. there. It says 20, 2027. 2027. Yeah, yeah. So they said like the last children were born in 2009. Yeah. Just as a little a prerequisite here before somebody gets too deep into it. Yeah. If you're feeling any sort of way emotionally, maybe don't watch this movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in the world of an actual pandemic right. and civil unrest, this movie definitely hits, hits you all in the a different way. Yeah. It hits a lot of notes right where now. you're like, this is six years in the future and it's looking real possible. It's very right. possible. <laughs> My, so this was to get off topic of the actual story but just talk about it um <clears throat> like that was like my one sorry i fell into a fucking pothole what did you just say uh just the probability that this could happen okay. within yes. the next six years <clears throat> um i don't understand why the world descended into chaos because of this mm. I think that plays more into the psychology of it. Okay. Like not having a younger generation, not having the hope of the future. Right. Like in theory, we could be like, oh, well, we'll all be adults and we'll... People don't have to be like role models or... Well, and also, a lot of it just... has to do with immigration. Yeah, in the that, was, movie. that was a huge part of the, the movie. The huge part of the movie was just the immigration. Right. And just like People are trying to get into being afraid. And well, just, just in terms of like viable land, it seems like Britain's really the only place you can live. And those that have made it from the outskirts are kind of just... And let's not, cages, let's not which, pretend ha, 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 like we kind of have that problem. Right. Not kind of. <laughs> um, not kind of. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Britain isn't doing so fucking well either because there's no. fucking terrorist bombings every fucking hour. And well, that's what I was saying. I couldn't tell if this was present day or future. Cause yeah. Motherfuckers get bombed out there daily. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, uh, like I so said, just Clive make Owen, sure your mental fortitude's right before yeah. you watch. Yeah. It's not a feel good movie. Yeah, it's a very no. depressing and a yeah. very great movie. And it gets more depressing. If you're not in the mood for. Yeah. I think we've seen more people die in this than all of our other yeah. movies. All of them. Yeah. All of them. If you're, not, if you're not in the mood for a big bowl of depressing, maybe don't watch this movie. Yeah, maybe this one isn't for you. Uh, so. Yeah, he kind of gets roped into this thing with his. Oh well, first after baby Diego dies and the explosion at the at the coffee shop, he mm. goes to work and gets out of work. Says, "Oh, I'm affected by baby Diego." Meanwhile, this dude don't give a fuck about yeah, it. He's he talking give a shit fat about fuck. everyone who's who's hopes and prayers. Now people are visibly distraught over oh, baby distraught. Diego. Very upset. Yeah. Like he was a big goddamn deal because he right. was the youngest person. He was the last the last birth. Do you think like, they still like treated him like a baby? Like he used to. Well, apparently, of they, apparently yeah. they say it like he. He had like a level of celebrity that he didn't like and he, i think was like paris hilton right like just famous he gets, for being he actually mm-hmm. gets murdered it's not that this dude just died yeah he got yeah. murdered for spitting on somebody because he, be- he was who, an asshole right. because he spent his whole life as a celebrity right mm-hmm. so i'm sure he just developed into an asshole and, and they do show news clips it. of the guy and he seems like a prick and there's everywhere he goes there's crowds <laughs> trying to grab him and get at him and shit mm-hmm. but you see they were able to make that in a movie without it being <coughs> totally explained but you knew every beat of it right, which this movie sure. did a lot very well yeah they were able to really underline what was going on without being like, and here's what happened via news story telling right. you exactly all of the beats of everything. Right. They had that device, but were calculated enough to be like, here's what happened. And then they let the setting kind of tell the rest. And of the they story. actually use that device several times mm-hmm. because every time he's on the bus, there's the commercials about mm-hmm. the refugees. Yes. And then that is also where we first see... Uh, the quietus ads mm. quietus is a thing within their society which i i guess is never like fully established it's almost but like a drug it's well it's a suicide drug it's assisted suicide yes, yes. yes. It, because people just don't want to live in this world it's fucking crazy it sucks there's refugee camps all over fucking england well you would think not having a younger generation things would start falling apart because Who's taking all of the jobs? Like yes, saying it's yeah, like, well, yeah, okay, that's a good point. Who's doing the sanitation? Who's doing the police? Who's doing the fire? Who's doing entry level jobs? As, saying, like, who's doing anything? Like because eighteen years, like you having you're having whole you're having people who start in a career when this thing started coming to the end of their career where we catch up with this movie. Yeah, you know, um, so that's why I can see the world. You're right. I didn't like, think distraught. Like, yeah, no one's there to do shit. Really, that's a good point. That's a very good point. So okay, so he gets he goes and visits. It's his boy, right? Is that yes, the relation? Mm-hmm. But is that the relation? Uh, Are they just friends? They never really cement anything. It seems like an old father figure of some sort at yeah. one point. I mean, it's Michael Caine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to Clive Owen, this is an older man. Yeah, he rides um, the he's 
train. He's and then, good, but he's a weird fucking character. Yes, I've Dope. never seen Michael Caine not be like a dignified, serious British guy. This was kind of out there, but yeah. I don't think it was bad. It was a departure for Michael Caine. Mm-hmm. Yes, but he doesn't do a bad job. Acting. No, he's a great no, actor. No. He's a great, but um, it's jarring. Yeah, oh, yes, we were seeing that. Yeah, yeah. And then when he plays that music. Oh, let me play you this album. My least favorite part. But I think that was the joke. I think that was the real joke. Because he went into robot trance and was like, oh, yeah, ha, ha, ha. Let me play robot trance. I think that's supposed to be music of the future. So Michael Caine. No, no. There's music like that now. Michael Caine is this crazy hippie guy who was a political cartoonist, uh, Mm -hmm. presumably for like a New Yorker type thing. Which, again, they do cool. And they're not like, oh, I used to do cartoons. They're just like, here's the award that we'll casually mention in a shot. And we are also introduced to his wife. Who is like a, a cataton in a catatonic state, like mm. completely unresponsive, doesn't talk, like doesn't really move, but she's there, but just not really. And you see through the same device you're talking about, Prospect, that she was a photojournalist, investigative photojournalist, and. There was something that happened where she was tortured, and that's why she is the way she is. And people think that the government did. You it. might have missed it. It was a real quick shot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't but remember it, any of it. No, it yes. literally like scans over like an article, yes. and it's like photojournalist tortured. Oh, I do but government denies. So it knowledge. explains why she's yeah. like mute and right. doesn't do anything. Which chick is this? The redhead? No, <laughs> Michael no, Caine's no, wife. Michael Caine's oh, wife. Okay. That he take care of yeah. the one that's uh, the fucking vegetable. So that's our intro to him. <laughs> Moving on from there, I mean, it's a funny scene. They smoke weed and strawberry Michael Caine. Cough. It's strawberry In 2027, cough. weed is still legal. Illegal. 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 Yeah. So this movie fucked up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Strike one. Strike one. Well, in, What's uh, his name? In, in England, Andres Quonas, whatever his name is. made illegal still. <laughs> in England? England? Yeah, England, England weed's yeah. made illegal. It's really? They treat oh, yeah. that shit like fucking... Coke. Yeah, like no joke. You get caught and you get locked up. No shit. Yeah. Kooky. So uh, they got that right. Okay. They got you that right. Fuck. <laughs> Calm down. I'm getting so heated. Yeah, uh, we still got some time. What's that? We still got some time. Oh, yeah, yeah you're right. They could revoke years. that shit. Mm-hmm. Yep. A lot can happen in six years. Shit, we watched the world almost descend in chaos in mm-hmm. fucking a couple of months. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, so moving on from there, he comes back to London and is immediately kidnapped by, by Charlie creepy Hunnam. Charlie Hunnam. <laughs> yes. I really did not even piece it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I, I honestly, I wouldn't have either, but I saw him when I searched it on IMDb and I was waiting for him. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it was until they got to their base that I realized it was Charlie yeah. Hunnam. Well, you, you know, hear his why, accent, you know right? why I didn't yeah, recognize yeah. him? I didn't see his ass. Yeah, that's what it and is. And from Sons of Anarchy, <laughs> I saw his ass almost every episode. What about Queer Eye? Hmm? Was, he, he wasn't on Queer yeah, Eye. He was. Not queer as folk. Eye. Queer as folk, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't remember him from that. Um, but he was on, fuck, he was on some Australian TV. No, he was on uh, J. No, what the fuck? He was on a like college show Great British that Seth show. Rogen was on. You're talking about Freaks and Geeks? No, it can't no, be No, 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 no. It was after that. It was Seth Rogen, fucking Charlie Hunnam. I don't know. I got to look it up. Seth Rogen or Joe Rogan? I think it was Seth Rogen. And I think Jay Baruchel was like the main dude. I was going to say, was it a And I think it it was like college version of Freaks and Geeks. No shit. I think so. And Charlie Hunnam was on that. Big fan of Jay Baruchel. I like that. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm a big fan of Fear Factor. I was too. I love that (laughs) That was my shit. Yeah, not a fan of the host, but it was a good show. Anyway, Um, so (laughs) Homie is kidnapped off the street. And this is where we're introduced to his ex-wife, former baby mama. The whole thing was weird to me. And it's played by... Once again, Julianne Moore's. Julianne Moore's. Julianne's Moore's. Um, and uh, her Playing character's name, Julian. Julian. That's right, Prospect. Julian. Julian. And apparently, in the scene where they say her name, he says like more. Clive Owen says more like after it and like puts an emphasis on it. So huh. I think it was like a weird play on her actual name. <laughs> How is that funny though? It's not. It's not nothing. <laughs> no, no, no. It was. It was off-putting. It's like one of those things that's like off-putting. Undeclared. To see in the movie. Undeclared. That's Undeclared? the one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. I didn't see it, but I remember that show being on. Mm-hmm. He was like the Australian exchange student. Mm. Anyhow, so yes. these people tell him that they need him to get paperwork to transport a girl across England. Uh, they don't tell him why, though. No. Yeah. Just and some rando. Yeah. Business, like business, just ask your cousin, yeah. right? 
Was it like actual cousin? Was it his cousin or Charlie Hunnam? No, 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 no. art guy. Was Clive cousin. Owen. It was like his yeah. ex's yes. cousin, right? Absolutely. In the arts department. Yes. yes. She yes. asked yes. him. Yes. Yeah, yeah. She asked him to go to this cousin of his who works for the government and get this paperwork, and we'll give you five k, and they'll give him five thousand pounds. Five thousand pounds. Is right. Um. So, if this dude is his cousin, he shouldn't need five thousand pounds. Dude, this dude's loaded. This dude's got mm. shit to the gills. Dude, he's stuff. got all like, the art. Guernica in the fucking living room. He's he got David and Guernica. Banksy's cute. Full Guernica. Yeah. I think the David's a little bit bigger. Yeah, than David's that. a little yeah, bit yeah, bigger yeah, than yeah, that. Yeah. I don't know about you guys. My grandfather had like a like quarter size <laughs> David statue in the in the dining room. I don't know if any of your Italian no, families have anything that, that wild. Mm. What's, what's this David you're talking about? You know the, the statue, <laughs> the dude with the fig leaf. With his dick out. Small yeah. little dick out. The white mm. statue. They had like the prosthetic. The original gotta, pee-pee boy. Why you say little dick and then you gotta say white statue? <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, it's a little insensitive, but. Yeah. Fire. <laughs> Fucking cancel it. Cancel Lobo. <laughs> okay, so mm-hmm. moving on from David's little pee-pee. Mm-hmm. Uh, what happens next? Okay, so there's like yeah, so a, for a, the papers. Yes, yeah, so there's the paperwork. He goes to his cousin, and his cousin's son is uh, Pete Davidson, I guess. <laughs> No. For lack of a better oh, yeah. explanation, he's playing the fucking Rubik's cube with his hand. Yeah, First of all, yeah. I thought that was his. I thought that was his lover, not his son. That's oh, no. what I took from that. No, he no. has a conversation about his wife <laughs> on the table. I don't know about all that. Um, and played by Chuck Bass from Gossip Girl. I don't know his actual name actor wise, but he was on Gossip Girl. Um, if you say so, he was mm-hmm. weird. Yeah, he gave Super off like weird, weird orgy guy vibes. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, he had a sweet neck. Yeah, I wouldn't know. And. Uh, I think it was like a graffiti tag on his throat. Yeah. No, no, the graffiti tag was on the side of his yeah, neck. Yeah. And uh, it was like a bunch of bad homemade looking tattoos. And he was playing a Rubik's Cube on what <clears throat> seemed to be an iPhone while wearing some sort of metal no. glove. No, it yeah, was yeah, like it was floating. Glove, yeah. No, no, it was like a little iPhone propped up. Yeah. And oh, he was okay, like sorry, right, right. Yeah. Rubik's Cubing. He had some like apparatus like, on his hand. Yeah. Some future Rubik's Cube. Whatever. Which I mean weird. does right. parallel how people act now with their phones. So, oh, for sure. Like that he had to yell at him to like do something. What was it? Take his pills. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little ham-fisted in that regard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this, okay, this so movie uh, lays it on the other thing. part of Julianne Moore's terrorist team is fucking Mordo from Doctor Strange. Chiwetel mm-hmm. Ejiofor, that's his name. Chim- yeah. uh, Chippy. <laughs> I don't think you. Know his name. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no. All I see is fucking taste the drag queen from UK Drag Race season no. two. <laughs> Prospect showed me this dude from yeah, just the like Drag him. Race fucking crazy it's literally bro. the same person yeah prospect will pull it up but anyway so mordo he's got to meet mordo in a fucking oh wait, what's the character's name i don't even remember no. they don't really go over it no, no they Whatever. do i forgot his name so he meets him at some like pub. horse racing place or is it dog racing no, no no it's the pub oh right he meets him at the pub um gives him the paperwork and then do we go right to where he's getting in the car with all of them? No, no, no. He meets Julianne Moore for, oh, on the bus, and they right. go to like this place or whatever. And then I think they finally get the. Let me see. Look at this dude. Right? Oh yeah, looks Who, just like him. Like? The the black the, guy from uh, Black on the Gang. Not that much, but I could see it. All I see is fucking this drag queen. Whenever I see that dude now, <laughs> yeah, a bit. A little bit. Okay, so, but anyway, they they finally all get together, and they're in a car, so it's Baron Mordo from fucking Doctor Strange. Right. Oh, this is when they're singing. Julianne Moore. They're singing tunes, having yeah. a good time. They're blowing a fucking ping, ping pong, pong ball into each other's mouth. You wanted to talk about that scene, but yeah, uh, before we get too. there, gross. so this is where we have the introduction to White Dreads 2. Mm-hmm. AKA the doula. She was fucking weird. She was very yeah. weird. That eyebrow ring really, really did it. They were really leaning into like the whole Hippie. like body mod future fucking. Oh, are you kidding? Old you don't ladies think that's gonna... how it would go? Mm-hmm. No, no, because they fully took just like crunchy hippies from their time and were like, oh, yeah, yeah, what yeah. if we made them fat old moms? Yeah, for sure. So. It, like it translated, but it was like, ugh, really white dreads eyebrow ring. Gross. Okay. Um, Who wants to talk about the ping pong ball game? Lobo. Well, yeah, they from a like a filmmaker standpoint. Oh, yeah. Mm. I, my thing is, I love this scene. Well, this is how. Oh my God. Oh. Go ahead, dude. Just gonna, I'm kind of just going to give it away. This is we my all movie. Get yeah, yeah, yeah. We no, all no, get... this is my movie. Oh, we all voted. Yeah, matter. you all voted. Yeah, yeah, we all know it's your movie because it stunk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I love this scene because this is how I got introduced to the film in the first place. Like I saw mm-hmm. this clip in the scene, but also in school or yeah, just in, yeah, in film school. If I would have okay. saw this clip, I would have said, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah. Um. 
but there's a dude actually in that car like how they logistically filmed that is like they had to legit cut out the middle and there's a dude in that small space like filming them and that scene is almost more than five minutes long yeah that whole thing of them and it's just like one small dude like just rotating it in between these four people like like a little dude it has to be a pretty small dude who just like legit has just the camera on his shoulder and it's just like Hmm. moving no but you see marcus is nimble he could have set up that same shot yeah for sure (laughs) he's a nimble agile fella and there's a lot of cgi in that scene like the ping pong scene the ping pong scene that's a cgi ball going back and forth i figured as much i don't think so i think it's just sleight of hand no 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 no. that's a that's a that's that was my first thought i thought it was just they just had a a ball they each had a ball in their mouth and they were just spitting it forward and sucking it back but it does you do see it cross the yeah, distance yeah, yeah. so yeah it, there's mm-hmm. something but what was the point what was that game it was to show their bond yeah, yeah. it was there's only two that anybody could do else that. yeah she said she couldn't do this with anybody else other than good him. Please was, don't and then no, no, it was a symbol is, for them snowballing that's what he was into he right. would come in her mouth she would then replace it into his mouth <laughs> and they would just go back and forth like that <laughs> you know <laughs> it was I how they symbolized snowballing <laughs> I don't think that's what it was, buddy. I think you saw what you wanted to see. Anyhow, uh, she is promptly shot in the fucking throat. In the fucking gizzard, dog. They said, I think I see a wrinkle in Julianne Moore's neck. These are not terrorists. They're just like forest people, right? No. It's their crew. Oh, that's right. Because Charlie Hunter gets injured doing that. Right, right, right. So... We don't know this. You yet. don't know that yet. You There's just an assume ambush. This is r- right. random forest right. people. Julianne Moore gets fucking shot in the throat. They escape. They pass cops. The cops see them, turn around, chase them down. Mordo gets out, mercs two fucking cops. Right. Uh, they bury fucking Julianne. Do they bury her or they just stick her in the car? And drive no, off? they bury her. They bury her, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. So then. Goodbye, Julianne. Yes. Then we get to uh, the, the camp, the Fisher's camp where everything seems copacetic at first and then you find out that these dudes don't have nothing nothing to do with the fucking uh human project and they're just trying to get their hands on this pregnant girl well also this oh, is when you find out that the girl's that actually the girl pregnant. is actually pregnant yes. she's in a farm Oops, surrounded by a bunch of cows yeah, that are getting looking milked. hot as hell no, not it's it's home. inside they're indoors yeah yeah, yeah. they're yeah, inside she's of in a, the barn whole, yeah. she's in a barn with a whole yeah. bunch of cows and they're all getting milked and it's very symbolic and she's just like oh you know they fucking cut off their tits and she, he's like why the fuck are you talking about cow titties out here yeah and she's like they only fucking use four of them why can't they just make machines for fucking eight of them why are they playing these games mm-hmm. and he's like why don't you calm down about these titties i don't know why we're having this convo and then she's like boom boom i'm fucking prick she gets naked in the hottest scene of the movie and he goes he goes you're fucking you get a boob point i didn't think we were going to see boobs in this one i totally forgot about i mean we don't see nipples but those are some no you see full blown i think she is at one point like naked the The opening sequence when she's like taking off the top and when the people come in she kind of covers up that's right Right. that's when she puts her hand over right yeah no you see all of it yeah i appreciate it she was hot yeah um Yes. So she's asking for his help because he has to mm. be the one. And she fully looks like the Virgin Mary. She's sitting in a fucking field of cows just holding her stuff. It was, a weird, bosom and it was a weird dichotomy yeah. to fucking do that. To yeah, like yeah, have yeah. like a bunch of dairy cows and a pregnant woman. And, and I, lit from some I hole just, in the barn ceiling so just, there's a halo around her. I guess <laughs> like, that infertility only affected humans in this thing oh yeah no the animals so, yeah. be fucking my i watched it was my girl and the whole time she's like but there's kittens and dogs and shit running around and i was like yeah i guess it's just people babe but like the second you yeah. saw an animal she was like well they be fucking and i'm like yeah babe they're animals sorry all right so they find out that these dudes really just want this fucking baby and they don't give a fuck about any of them and that right. they're they were the ones that ambushed them and they're gonna kill clive owen mm-hmm. so he's got to get fucking crunchy hippie doula and fucking pregnant key key out of the fucking place Mm -hmm. and this dude spends half the movie with no fucking shoes on oh yeah i like that it was a a callback to die hard (laughs) (laughs) it was a rip off of die hard um so they have to get the car out but the car doesn't like start immediately that was a cool scene why would you pick the shitty car well that was a cool scene when he reaches his hand in the car and just pulls a handful of wires out Oh yeah, yeah, go, yeah, yeah. I can, uh, no, no. I That's what I would do is. if I'm like, oh, gotta fuck up this car. Yank. <laughs> just, so anyway, they're they're in this car that, that there doesn't. Were, there really... was a close call there though, where I was like, why would you then open the hood? 
Like some dude almost literally catches you reaching into the car, and then you're like, "All right, now I'm gonna go fuck with the engine," oh, no, <laughs> because that, they didn't catch me. There's right. no way no one would have seen him in that. Right, right, right. That, but and like every car is always confusing to open the hood. Mm-hmm. You never pop your hood. And you yeah, just no. go, you you're just never go, going whoop. right into opening no. a hood. It's always like I gotta look for that little button, and does yep. it go left? Does it go Absolutely. right? Does it go up? You Doesn't matter the, how long you have the fucking car. Yeah. You're like, where the fuck is it? You need your flashlight phone to find the little fucking lever. <laughs> yep. Hundred percent. Yeah. Maybe that's the one thing they fixed in the this future. This is the biggest pothole in this movie. Oh, I will say this about <laughs> the, the twenty twenty six models all have the insta lift roofs. Yeah. Um, hoods. I will say this about the future cars. When are we getting the display on the windshield? Because I want up that. Display? That was cool. Yeah. Mm. I guess he tested that. Have that yeah. There's year. always been like Facebook vids of like gadgets of the future, and that's like a thing. Yeah. But it's yeah, just yeah. Photoshop bullshit. I well, want it. We have heads up displays. We it's do. Just, yeah. It's just the, uh, yeah. the speed. Right. Right. But right. there's not like full fucking printouts. Right. 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 The full dash. Um, but anyway, so they got a. It's a real slow speed chase. This is better than the one in. Yo, Bokka. he's literally running down the street with this car, yeah. just like oh. I gotta run down. Oh yeah, no, it's better than the tuk tuk races of Ong Bak. Let me tell you. Sorry, sorry, everyone who watched it. God damn it! I gotta give this movie more points because that was such a shit show. All right, so they get out of the fucking camp and they make it back to fucking Jasper's camp. Right, and he is all fucking happy, making everybody dinner and shit, having a good time. Guess what? Who spoils the party? Fucking creepy Charlie Hunnam and the gang. Oh, yeah. But the second that any like mention of the baby's brought up, it immediately lights hope in everybody. Of course. But that's like, the point. Yeah, that's, yeah, 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 yeah but yeah, they yeah. do it very well in this they movie, do. I'm yes. saying. Yes. Okay, just being yes. like, using that device of just like, oh, there's a baby? Fucking let's party. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> there's yeah, a motherfucking sure. baby. Why didn't they just drive to like the middle of downtown and go, baby? Because they didn't want the government to take the bait. Right, right. Yeah, but, yeah, but then... Go to a crowded anyway, we'll fucking place and be like, baby. <laughs> go to the news station. Yeah, but that's anywhere. what Clive Owen wanted to do. He was like, yeah. you got to tell the world. That's just, right. Yeah, he, he was did. like, we just got to tell he the did. world. Uh, You're right. He just let going? it be. They wanted the, the to fucking... Project. To the human project. But then they were going to put her on a boat and go where? The human project. Yeah, they're going to pick them up. The human project. Supposedly on some other undisclosed location. It's yeah, just yeah, yeah. like regular life. No, no, no. That's But that's what it was. Like, you go to that buoy where they end up at right. the end and the boat comes and finds yeah. you. Yes. Like the, the boat passes that buoy several times a day. Anyway, um, so they get out, they go back to Jasper's, Charlie Hunnam and the gang fucking show up hunting these motherfuckers yes. down like fucking bloodhounds. Yes. Oh, well, the alarm goes off. Yes. And that's they how they find, find out. Yeah, 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 yeah. And his they alarm is that down. music again. It is. Yeah. The fucking uh, that dubstep bothered, shit. It bothered me. It, it was wasn't so dubstep. Weird. No. Dubstep's no, better it was just it was like It was more just It was noise. computer feedback and fucking... No, yeah. it was like yeah. 10 different things on top yeah. of each other. It was yeah. like simultaneously like tribal music, death metal, it's techno, hip hop. Like it was terrible. It was the worst part of the movie for me. I hate like audio dissonance like that. I really do. Um. So anyway... They take off Michael Caine's like, nah, not coming with you. Going to slow you down. Let mm. me slow these guys mm-hmm. down. This oh man, I fucking hate it. Like, I know they got to do it because it's a fucking movie. But when he's sitting there watching his buddy being killed, it's just like, go, motherfucker. Go. You have the time. Yeah, he was super close. Yeah. Like, super, super close. close. They could have turned Why are you confirming sure. this? Why do you have yeah. to visually confirm right. this? Assume that it's going to happen and just keep it pushing, Judy. These dudes were going to kill like, you. Like 24 hours ago. Why wouldn't they kill your buddy they don't know nothing about? The whole thing about? is, if he can see this, they can see him. Right. I, and they're going to yeah, be like, yeah. there he is. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. oh it's not conspicuous to have <laughs> three people need, and a car up the hill. Is one guy to look up and go, <laughs> there they are. Yeah. <laughs> all you need is him to go into his car and close the door. Exactly. What That's was what that? I was thinking. What was that exactly. in the forest? A car door? Must have been a car door bird. <laughs> fucking stupid. <laughs> so anyway, Michael Caine gives them a bag. Uh, tells them to go to this spot. Ask you know, wait for this guy and Sid or Sin? Sid. Sid, yes. Yeah, he's a favorite character. What was the password? You, you're a fascist, fascist pig. pig. You're a fascist pig. So they drive out to this spot, and Sid shows up. And Sid about is, to mollywop him with a yes. fucking baton. And who is Sid? Who did we establish Sid was? Oh, Sid is the bad, bad guy, guy in Ozark. Ozark, right? Yeah, and he's been in a couple other things. I forgot what else did we. There was a couple that from? we all recognized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mainly oh, just. he's in uh, he's uh, Delos in oh, Westworld. Westworld. Westworld currently mm-hmm. with Ed Harry show the Ed Harry mm-hmm. <laughs> Ed Harry gang. That's right. Ugh. 
<laughs> Why's he got little fucking shitty Anakin Skywalker with him? Because they're of equal talent. Get I the fuck out of here. I found disrespect. I found the Anakin Skywalker fucking eraser in you. Phil's office. Mm-hmm. He was going to throw it out. And I'm like, that's an original from the movie got released. <laughs> yeah, it is. So actually. I put it next to Lobo's Ed Harris doll, Ed which Harris. is Appreciate now behind that. the original Westworld DVD. Oh, yeah. I'm and Cabin Boy. It's in if, good company. If anybody wants to uh, rent Westworld from the Where to Stick a Podcast, come through. We're starting a video story, y'all. It's crazy. Pretty much. There. There's fucking movies mm-hmm. on movies. Yep. A lot better ones than this one. So come through. Right, so Sid picks them up. He Sid sells weed inside the refugee camp. That's yeah. the setup. But we're told that like in the very beginning mm, of the yeah, movie. Right, right. So Sid sells weed inside the refugee camp and he brings them in. He starts treating them like refugees. He sends them to a camp where they'll just be fucking chilling. In the meantime, Sid talks in the third person. Yeah, <laughs> yes. And his Scottish accent is almost unintelligible. Yeah. And prefers Jasper because versus the gang he just likes the cut of his jib it's like all right is that the wording he uses i think so is this when she gives birth in the dirty room in a bus she starts giving birth on a bus and then gives birth on a dirty mattress on a floor now what other white dreads get taken out well, yeah, White Dreads gets fully yes. murked. I missed what happened to her. No, I had you to don't rewind see it. You don't see what happened oh, yeah. to her. No, no, no. She gets taken but off. then they go down the line and like people are getting deloused and stuff, and then there's like murders. So that's what I did appreciate appreciate about this movie is those like the shit that was going on around them. Oh yeah, no, like, background it was 100% stuff. They told shit full stories all the time with purely background, and it reminded me like a video game. Mm-hmm. Like if you're like playing Bioshock or anything, like if you turn the camera left or well, right, like, there's always shit well, going like on. Yeah, yeah. There's just like crazy shit going on. I really appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. This movie definitely makes you feel kind of way. Now, what does Clive Owen say to the guard? Because I know it's something about like she peed herself because her water had broken. But then he says like Taka or some shit. He starts speaking in a weird language. Like he he starts trying to because he's supposed to be a refugee. They're refugees. Uh, So if he just starts talking fucking British, they're going to be like, what the fuck? So he starts pretending to be foreign uh, saying some shit and i forget because, what he's say. He, he's kind of conveying something and then the guard is just kind of like all right whatever leave me the fuck alone yeah yeah, yeah. just like telling it like she pissed herself and he's like oh y'all are fucking pigs yeah all yeah, you refugees yeah. are gross mm-hmm. yeah for sure that's the sentiment yeah it's kind of a european thing anyway i mean yeah it's <laughs> literally what's going on right now so yeah spot on children of men uh also heartwarmingly referred to by me all week as calm <laughs> <laughs> because of the lack of cum so nice, calm nice. uh calm calm all right so now they're in the refugee camp she gives birth on a dirty ass mattress on a floor in a gross right. room yeah i don't think that baby was gonna stay alive very long nah, son. <laughs> in reality seriously it was probably freezing where they were Definitely. oh yeah everyone's bundled up it was bundled up so there's no yeah. way that baby stayed warm nah and then, I don't know. I mean, like, obviously she could breastfeed. How much are you eating in that fucking That's reality, too? too yeah. You know what I mean? It don't seem like people are, like, eating well. Yeah, I don't think this baby would have stayed alive. Nah, probably not. Okay, so are we getting to the delivery part of things? Yes. yes. Because if there's one scene in this movie I could have did without, it's that slippery, gushy baby coming out of that lady. <laughs> I was watching it with my nephew, and he was like, it's a monster. <laughs> I mean, he's 18 years old, but he was like, it's a monster. Straight up. It I was going to say, did you have to explain it to him? <laughs> it looked like the tentacle baby from Men in Black. Oh, I yeah. like the tentacle baby from Men in Black. Yeah, that was more Black. appealing. It looked cuter than this gushy or, mess. Or as I like to call it, as I like to call it, Mib. I thought it was a stillborn yep. originally. Yeah, yeah well, they made too. it seem that way. They made, they made it, yeah. it seem that I way. I was yeah. like, oh, this is dead. But like, it's yes, dead. as uncomfortable as that scene is, it's like integral. Ugh, no, you have I to. think you have I think to. we could have just had a happy to. baby. No way. No. We could have just been a birth with, in almost 20 yeah. years. They're going to show. With also as real as this movie is, they're going to do it. Yeah, for but sure. this this scene was pretty interestingly shot. So apparently they had a fake lower body. And a prop baby was pushed out, but they changed it into a CGI baby. So that baby wasn't a real, that wasn't a real baby. That's that why it CGI. looked so bad. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. why it looked so bad. They showed out a stunt double baby. Yeah, pretty much. Had a woman actually give birth to the shit. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Wow. That would have been awesome. Um. So, Gross. yeah. So they give birth. The next morning, Sid shows up and is like, yo, we got to move. What the fuck is that? And this a baby's baby. very quiet for a newborn. Very. Doesn't yeah. fucking, not a peep. No. Yeah. Um. They find the baby, though, and there's also this creepy gypsy lady that don't shut the fuck up. Yo, doesn't shut the fuck up. I thought Annoying. Sid would have been cool, though, at the scene of Me baby. Too. I thought he's like, oh, shit, there's a baby in this bitch? No, Sid's the nah. one person who just goes, ah, 
and yeah. just fucking is yeah, like, I'm double crossing. Fuck that. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck Jasper. I'm taking this baby. God damn it. That's the most I've ran in like 10 years. That was quick. That Ooh. was really quick. Fuck. He didn't miss much. Someone should have attached a gro- GoPro to my chest and Where'd recorded you, it for a documentary. Boy? <laughs> yeah, you went to the gas station before to get more. Yeah, while well, you were taking your sweet ass time getting here, I went to police. <laughs> you ran to the gas station to get that beer just now? Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Uh, alcoholism's real. Um, <laughs> Comes the shakes. <laughs> Anyhow, is this so, when he beats uh, Sid with a shillelagh? Well, in the meantime, <laughs> Sid shows up because no, the doesn't town is baby under mama attack. fucking drop this dude? Who starts wailing on him first? Uh, the f- the Russian lady, lady yeah. the oh, gypsy lady. Yeah. Yep. What's and her then, name? Marcella or some shit? Something I, foreign with an I didn't M. Know she had a name. I don't know. Yeah, it she was, was like just the crazy gypsy lady to me. It was like Mayor Chili or some shit. But whatever. Mm-hmm. She starts hitting him and Clive Owen fucking knocks him down. They take off. There's a whole chase. Uh, well, this is when the war is like breaking out. And there's them. right. And, uh, She's got a dog. Mordo on her like a baby. and Charlie's gang has laid siege to the fucking to the the place because they know she's there. And then the fucking army is fighting back. Yeah. So it's like a literal war zone right now. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, this, this baby ain't surviving, yeah, bro. There's no way no this baby survived. At this point, they're at the cusp of like the deportation place but they're not just there yet so this is very just like this is like the hood the ghetto the slum here's what you have to factor in here's what you have to factor in it it was a city but it's it's a slum yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. you have to like they're making it they're displaying it as a miracle right that's the point of this to be like this is it statistically she's the only person to have a child so of course just the unbelievability of this baby wouldn't survive of course this baby wouldn't survive every single part of this movie is supposed to be like this baby's gonna die right now yeah but it doesn't and that's what makes this movie so compelling yeah absolutely how how they like the core characters keep going on like Mm. this baby should have been blown up by a fucking landmine like uh 10 minutes ago oh they walk through a literal war zone yeah like that's and that's where we get to i was hoping when she was giving birth it was going to be like oh we need to do a c-section oh yeah she (laughs) died i thought for sure she was she's coming in breach (laughs) i thought for sure he was gonna die yeah um but they now have to like so they finally get away from fucking sid like what does he do he bashes his head in with like a fucking gas can uh, or something uh, a car battery car battery that's holy shit he's got his fucking head poking out of a little hole or something in a wall he's he's, he just goes up to him and fucking yep smashes his head in like a fucking walnut yeah brutal super brutal so now they have to cross this literal fucking war zone yeah because they're trying to get to the boat so this is like the last 15 20 minutes of the movie you ever seen footage from Iraq? yeah no it's like that that's what i said like this is akin like the only thing that this is like similar to is like then they pull war movies like saving private ryan while this is going on they're shooting rpgs blowing a building then they just like pull out the baby and everyone like takes a fucking knee well no 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 not yet we'll get there we'll get there so they Charlie Hunnam finds them. Charlie, Charlie Hunnam, Hunnam finds them. In the them. middle of everything. He yes. doesn't kill them. He tries to. He's about to. Meh. He could have did it. What happens? Um, they get he, fired upon by the military. Yeah, the army. That's what it is. Comes in. That's they start fucking blasting. That's right. They so get he starts fighting with them, and these two take off. And yeah, man, like I just got to say, like this... Like it felt like the cinematography in this was really mm-hmm. what what put me over the edge with this movie was just like it felt like you were there again like like a war movie like a really good war movie like <coughs> everything shot from like below and like there's shit happening off screen that like it really conveys what it would be like in a situation like that where you're just kind of like sitting there hearing things happen seeing some shit happening above you and just kind of waiting for like a window to move and they end up in this apartment building charlie hunnam's there mordo's there like like the entire military is like oh no no they they take her one of them grabs her that's what it is she's in a wheelchair right 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 here's one of the tricks in this like very long continuous one shot that i think they take advantage of super well like to the because i also watched this in a film class that's why i knew this was your movie Mm -hmm. because in fucking my senior high school i watched this in a film class Mm -hmm. um and 
it'll turn the camera up like a staircase mm-hmm. right. and then use that to frame the rest of the shot as it's going. So that allows you to do a cut because you're going up. Right. So then you can place two chickens on the staircase right, right, because right. to have that whole shot going up an entire right. building set up to go <laughs> is there's no possible Whoa. way. There is a deer opening the sequence moving through oh, the shot. That was a, well, that was a, a CGI idea. 100% yeah. CGI idea. Well, I have a crazy uh, fact about this movie. Well, let me have it so when this scene took place um they took 14 days to prepare this one shot and there was a delay of five hours every time they had to reshoot the scene because he had to get everything ready over and over again because they did kind of mostly just shoot this mm-hmm. in one shot what are you guys talking about this is a one shot take this scene yeah here? this one shot yeah. take so like the how camera long, does like doesn't try to cut how long it. in film is this one like shot? when he breaches about from seven the deer running no, I know by that, but seven, minutes. seven minutes yeah. okay I want about seven minutes so how long with Every time they took to do that, it took five hours of prep to just be like, to redo that. Now, the other longest, like, noted one shot in a movie, Mm. Goodfellas, the scene where he enters from the back and goes through the whole restaurant, that was the other, like, comparison. That's, like, 30 seconds. Yeah. Yeah, And that's, like, like epically long, oh, my God, how they do that kind of shit. This is seven minutes of a a war. Yes. Yes. So (laughs) So, in the scene, there's a you see there's a part where the blood gets splattered mm-hmm. on the screen. So apparently... Yes, the, on, the, the, on the camera, yeah. yes. So while they were doing that, like, apparently the director was fucking tight. And he was trying to shout, like, cut, but with, like, all the tank and the gunfire that was going on, nobody could hear him. So that so was they all just real. Kept, so they just kept going and flowing and flowing until the end of the shot, and he was, like, pissed about it. But that's actually the shot they ended up using See, for like, the movie. When I watched the scene, uh, I thought it was a good scene. But if you didn't tell me it was a one-shot scene, I wouldn't say there was anything extraordinarily. <laughs> it's just like there's no cuts. about that scene. I, I thought just so. so like, I thought it was a good on. scene. No, it wasn't like, for me. It wasn't even that. It wasn't even the one shot because, like, I'm talking about even before they get into the building, like when he's like when they're like crossing that battlefield and they get to that little spot where they're yeah. just like chilling mm-hmm. and shit is happening. Like that was very well shot because, like, the way it was shot would be like if you were in that situation yeah, if you're hunkered kind down of like Ryan, right the way exactly they did it. exactly mm-hmm. kind of like, like how they that's, held the that's what i knees. i thought was right. impressive i thought the stuff in the building was cool yeah but like mm-hmm. what i liked about that whole sequence was like it did kind of convey that chaos and like craziness like in a way that like it, it affects you like i i, I don't want to say anxiety because it's like negative but like i, I felt like a certain like nerviness oh, no, sure. yeah. you know watching that's that scene it. and like still very much encapsulated where every level it's like this person fucking got their torsos removed from their legs right. and fucking these people are getting taken out of Yo, their just, fucking home. And, and just like it's random like, people in the building throughout the scene are just like getting hit by stray fucking yep, bullets yeah. and just like dropping. Yep, like yeah. that that shit was cool. Like I mean the, I thought that whole thing was just like super brutal. That mm-hmm. whole sequence. Wild, yeah. Yeah. So Charlie Hunnam gets fucking murked. Yeah. Uh, he catches one through the window or something. Right, right, right. right. Uh, then he gets up to Mordo. Now, this is very video game, like working yes. through the fucking balls. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's literally working through the tower. Wearing a 2012 Olympics. Like, Clive Owen has this thing on. Now, did it happen in London in 2012? Yes. Really? Yep. Okay, and this was in 2006. Yeah, so they 2006. might have known about oh, it by then. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They definitely knew. Yeah. Whether it was in the original book or not, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, probably no, not. But they probably not. threw yeah. it in right. at that point. But that was a nice little tie-in to like the reality of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, because uh, I lived in Vegas in 2012, and I remember watching at a bar like the Olympics at mm. one point. Yeah. So pseudo Clive Owen's character would have competed in that Olympics pop probably possibly yeah yeah with just surviving bullets apparently <laughs> because that's his one so, so anyway he finally gets to fucking mordo he gets key at this point they're running away i didn't catch this at first uh my niece who i was my niece and nephew i was watching it with my niece did and she was like oh yeah i saw exactly where he got fucking nailed mm-hmm. yeah. but uh clive owen gets shot in this scene yeah and we don't for like turns around screams his name and like, kind of shoots his name him. written out please chua edgefor it's it's C H U A T E L. Chu A T E L. Yeah. C H I W E T E L. It's not that I I don't believe you. I just want nice. to see it written out. Where is it? At the end there. It's Sorry. in script. I don't read script. Oh. Nice. There the fuck. Go. There you go. <laughs> oh, here we go. Got you. All right. Uh, go ahead, Dan. This one. 
Yeah. Wow. Uh, <laughs> do, you want, do you want just the first name? I want both of them. Luke. <laughs> uh, Chi. Chi Witty. Chi Wittell. Yeah. And. Ewok 4. Oh my god. Chi <laughs> was as Ewok close four. as I could expect it, but Ewok 4 was something special. So go ahead, um, what you're saying about him. Oh yeah, he, sh- he turns around. He's shot in the belly. Yeah, he yeah, shoots him real quick. And then he just now, gets blown up. Though, at so this don't really point see though, it. why you want to shoot the dude? Like, it's, you're fucked. You're about to die. Yeah. Why is your last well, dying wish guy to fuck through, this Why are you shooting bullets in the general direction of the only child right. to have been born in 20 yeah. years? Like but I get it, you it probably got some salt. Because this dude gets blown the fuck right. up. Right. Blasted. Erased. Yes. Erased. Serious. Vaporized. Like he was never there. So they fucking start running back down through the building. and They're not even running, though. They're walking really slow. You're right. And we just get a shot of, like, all the people amazed that there's even a child born. Like, there's a newborn, and everybody's crying. And then in the fastest game of telephone you ever did see, everything stops for, like, 30 seconds. Yeah, for, like, a good minute and a half. It's just everybody seeing this The soldiers, once they get down to the soldiers, the soldiers call a ceasefire. They make it all the way out past the fucking tanks. And then the fucking fight starts again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they get just past it, and then one bullet goes, and the soldiers go, oh no, motherfucker, and light that shit up like yep, Swiss cheese. They yep. do. <laughs> like, visibly just, oh, that's a wall of bullets. Cool. So they get right to the boat. What kind, What happens next? This that's is, it. They get on the fucking boat. They get on the boat, uh, right? Paddle on the way. So they get yeah. on the boat, headed towards the fucking buoy. And just... I don't understand why Clive Owen wants to bring everybody else along on this journey. He does. He's like, oh, old lady with the dog, get in the boat. And she's like, what are you, stupid? Yeah, yeah, you yeah, stupid? Yeah, like... Get in the boat. You go. <laughs> get in the boat. You go. Get out of here. You go. <laughs> you crazy boy. Uh, uh, so they get in the boat. And they make it to the buoy where the the boat will catch take the them to the tomorrow will yeah, come. Yeah. yeah. And this is where Clive Owen reveals to Key that he's been gut shot and bleeding out for several hours. Yeah, because she thinks yeah. she's on her now hardest menses. <laughs> so this movie is just like sad on sad on sad. <laughs> it's a true Greek tragedy. Like everybody has to die. Okay, but yeah. in the end here, like if it was me. Mm-hmm. And I was like dying, and there's a pregnant woman and her baby in the boat. Mm-hmm. I'm throwing myself over because just like dying in the boat and being their problem, <laughs> that's, <laughs> fucked that's fucked up. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to be like, hey, why don't you touch it, babe? Or like no. something real gross. Oh, Ew. <laughs> something fall, real gross. But I mean, if I'm like, I'm dying though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's the easiest way. Yeah, but then if he goes overboard, then he has to drown. That's kind of whack. Yeah, no, I don't think fair. that's a painful way to go. And then you're attracting sharks to the baby. Sharks? Yeah, I always wonder sharks. that. Like, if you drown, like, how the, I, don't I don't know. They say Let's freezing is easy. <laughs> they say freezing to death is the least painful. Oh, yeah. That oh, makes yeah. sense, actually. Because you know, you don't feel anything. It's super warm. And cut it uh, I'm good on all of it. I'm going to live to be a thousand. All right. So this brings us to the end of this movie where the boat does come. and It has a you. conclusion. The yes. boat comes. Yes. I was expecting the old, uh, is that a boat? Like, I shadow in the right. distance kind nah, of deal. I had to pay it off. I was hoping the boat was going to come. You're going to hear a foghorn. A boat was going to go right over the <laughs> <Yeah>. boat. <laughs> literally rip them. <laughs> Fuck out of the way. <laughs> oh, Fuck you, baby. baby. <laughs> oh, shit. That's a baby. Uh, so, yeah. Like, uh, quite the ride. Quite the ride for 20, 2021. Uh, let us move to ratings. Prospect. <sighs> All right, loves. Now, knew it was your movie. Do I want to tank it immediately because it's Oscar gold and you're like, I'm going to win this easy. Of course. But I can't. I am going to take away points, but I can't take away a lot of them. I'm going to take away points for all the white dreads. Gross. Word. (laughs) Yeah. No one needs that in their life and stop perpetuating that in culture. Um, Mm -hmm. But really, that's kind of it. Everything else kind of fires on all cylinders. It's a really good movie. You suggested to people like, hey, you want to watch a good movie? This is one. Right. Um, Not happy, but it's good. Yeah. I got to give it an 8.7. Whoa. Whoa. Wow. Prospect. It's good, man. I'm so on the fence about what I want to. I I know you've been saying that. Let's swing it over to Pete. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, dude. I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. Very good. Well cast. Well this? played. Oh my god. Immensely. So depressing. It was. No, it was extremely depressing. Right. But you know what? The fact that it can it, it's not a movie that sets out to make you feel good. So the fact that it succeeded in doing what it set out to do makes right. it a good movie. Much like Bring It On yeah. was, you know, an entertaining my movie. Like this, this wasn't entertaining yeah. in the way of like, oh my God, like this was like fun, feel good shit. This was a very good movie and an interesting story. And like, while it's weird to watch it post COVID, it's mm-hmm. also a little bit kind of like not that weird. But that's also what sells me on it so much is because it's so gripped in reality and the way that they tell the story Mm -hmm. isn't through like, and then we're doing this. It's through the experience of the movie. Yes. It sells it so much more to where it's like, okay, I can't be like, oh, and then they had to do this. No, you did it right. Right. So I can't really. really, uh. Um, It wasn't my favorite performances from these actors, but Mm. all of them are killer actors in everything they do. Uh, Eight and a half. Lobo, what do you rate your own movie? No, you go. Mm-mm. No, do yours. I got to do one. Lobo, yeah, you got to talk about your movie. All right. Sell all right. it to Dan because he's about to tank you. Oh, yeah, I'm going much lower than all those. <laughs> right. I don't know. Well, I'm going to give it an 8.5. Uh, I saw this movie because of film school, but overall, I really enjoyed this movie because I love the idea of hope in films. That's what draws me to Star Wars. That's why I'm such a big Star Wars fan. And I think this movie is entirely about hope and just all the topics that they hit like immigration war and just the future this isn't a too far of a distant future this is actually like right around the corner and they do it like you said based in reality it's nothing too futuristic it's nothing like flying cars it was just like same old thing things were shittier yeah it's just shittier uh, with the way the world is displays right but i love the idea of hope i love how it paid off and just especially just the way it was made technically like big long one shots to me are like so impressive. That's something I've always wanted to do. And just like seeing it done well, that kind of just made me inspired. They use the cinematography to it's tell beautiful. most of the story. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was gorgeous. Uh I wouldn't Take it down. Yeah. Take it to the uh, fucking basement. <laughs> I don't yeah. know, dude. Like when I watch movies, I, I watch them for enjoyment. Like I wanna have fun, enjoyment. Right. There are some horror movies I'll watch that maybe I don't you know, I'm not watching like, oh, this was so much fun, but like, whatever. Leprechaun in space. Well, that was you fun, just want to get your yeah, dick you know? scared off, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm trying to say like, if I watched Saving Private Ryan, for example, like, it's not a feel-good movie, but I would give that like a 9 or a 10 right. because like, I'm engrossed in that. I care about that. I can right. tell you characters' names from that. When I watched this, I didn't remember anyone's name. I just kind of didn't care. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't watch this again, and I wouldn't recommend this to somebody. Can I discredit that it was filmed well and there wasn't many plot holes and all this other stuff? No. Like, it was... A good movie, just right. really not my movie, yeah. and I wouldn't watch this, and I wouldn't recommend this to anyone. I I, I don't know. So hit me with that I'm score, gonna, baby. I'll give it a four point five. Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. That's above average for Dan. Yeah. More I mean, ge- more generous than you've been with any other Lobo film. Well, here's so. the thing. Like that. I said, from film, okay, yeah, like it was good, but I just didn't give a fuck about it. Yeah, fair enough. Really, that shit doesn't um, appeal to the everyman. Score? No, let's, no, let's it's be, not for everybody. Yeah, I'll give it a four point five. Thank you. That's good. That's a good score from you. It's over, uh, it's over 20. Like a 21 now you see, much like points. Dan, when I watch Shaving Pri- Ryan's Privates, <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to come. That's it. That's, that's, one. that's all I'm expecting. All right, guys. This. So let's uh, let's vote real quick on whose movie this is. Lobo. Lobo. <laughs> it's Lobo. Nice. No stump points on that. Lobo, your score for this movie Lobo is the... 21.7. Damn. That's a thick one. I'm at 40. Wait, I'm let's at... see. Let's see what you're All right, at. all right. Chickens and eggs over here. Count everything 46.7? Oh, I'm hitting you with that quick, man. Nope. I almost have a college you're degree. You're at 48.1. Damn. After two movies. Second to that, or no, um... Actually, above that is still Prospect with three movies at 52.3. Followed by Dan after two movies with 39.22. Okay. And coming in last is your hostess with (laughs) With the most. (laughs) Me with uh, 33 and a half. Yeah, fetus with the leastest. I'm Um, getting whooped. Now, Lobo. Yes. As much as I enjoyed these movies... 
This the next is, three are not going to be like this. This is two Oscar nom. Ooh. You said this last time. Ooh. And you fucking didn't do nothing. But baby, if the next 8. one 7. is competing for that Oscar gold, I'm going to give you a two. Honestly, just on I think principle. I went too high with 4.5. It's too late. Too late. It's official. Too late. You, you shouldn't have put it on the books. All right, Prospect. You got uh, uh, baby Jason gave Dan the uh, gave yes, Jack's the uh, next movie. Maybe Prospect's we'll going to open Instagram. it. Yeah, we should. Definitely. Oh, of course. Definitely. Got to see the handoff. We need Yo, he legit chain handed of, it to me. We need chain of evidence. He could have fucking folded it and fucking gave it to you at this point. He's got fucking cock diesel fucking muscles. Probably. Have you seen what the baby? Got? He's giant. Yeah. Huge. Giant ass baby. What we got, Pros? <laughs> 1995. Oh, good year. R-rated action crime drama. Oh, okay. that's a lot of all things. Right. I like okay. it. Right. 119 minutes. Okay. Dead presidents. Oh shit. <laughs> Starring Lorenz Tate, Keith Lorenz, David, Lorenz Tate, Lorenz Tate. <laughs> Keith David and Chris Motherfucking Tucker. Okay, mm. okay. I was recommended this oh, movie. This recently. could, this could. Uh, Alex the guest who? artist. Yes, Alex the guest artist. He comes yes, back he here. Did. Minute he sees all the movies on the walls, he goes, "Y'all don't have dead presidents back yep. here." First thing he says. I was like, "Why?" He's like, "It's about the Bronx." How do you not have a Bronx movie like in yeah. your podcast? Yeah. Oh, I, that, like, I could go mm. a couple ways on this. This is not. Hmm. Oh, do we want to watch the trailer? No. Okay. Why not? Because I don't think it airs well. Really? We sit here and we watch trailers, and I don't think it's working well for the audio podcast. You're right. I know, but we're going to watch it after because I want to see all y'all's faces. Same. I want to see y'all's faces. You know where to stick it.